Shalom, Baruch Hu, Rav, the Messiah, has given the Chof Beis, today is the Av, discusses a get written on a, a flower pot that has a hole in it. We, we were based on the Mishnah that we just said that it has to be written on something which is detached from the ground. If it has a hole in the flower pot, it's a a little connected to the ground. And on that note, we learn about a, a, a flower pot or trees that are half in Eretz Israel and half in Chutzlar, it's the halachas of those fruits. We learn about three different types of cloth and shitas uh, of Rebelozar, about uh, using Edim Asira. We begin with the Gemara that says that if someone wrote the, his get on a leaf, something that's attached to the ground, the Mishnah said that that is a mechalek, it's Tanakama, and Rabbi Yehuda, Tanakama says it's kosher as long as you cut it off before you sign it, Rabbi Yehuda says it's still possible. The problem is that our Rasha started off saying that you're not allowed to write it on something which is attached to the ground. So why is the Rasha ta- talking about saying you can't do it, and the Sefer is talking about, well, when you did, you have a mechalek if you cut it off before signing it. He was trying to explain that the, the Rasha is mashma, that, that's not, that even bidiyeved, it shouldn't be good. We have two answers. First of Yehuda Amar Shmuel tells us that when he wrote it, while it was attached, he didn't write the ikr part of the get the Mokam HaToyrev, where it says the names of the husband and wife and the date and the place. Rabbi Lazar Amar Rabbi Oishia says the same thing. And Rabbi Barbechana Amar Rabbi Yechanan says, yeah, also, he wrote it without writing the ikr part of the get. And the ikr part was written after he detached it. That's where we have our machlekes. Uh, how is that going to work? Bechlal? We're going with Shittas Rebelazar, who says that we're relying on the Edom Sivra, the Edom that watch as the get is given over to have this get work. And our Mishnah is, is telling us that you're not allowed to write even the non ikker part of the get while it's still attached because you might come to write it while it is attached. You might even write the ikker part while it's attached. But Bediyevit, if you wrote the non-ikr part while was, the, the leaf was still attached to the ground, and then you took it off and wrote the, the main part of the get while it was detached, it will be kosher. Rish Lakish understands the Mishnah differently. He says, we're not talking about writing the get, we're talking about signing the get. And we're going to cheat this Rabbi Mayer that says that we don't rely on the idea of Mesira to machsha the get. We rely on the, the signatures on the get to be kairis, this husband and wife. What a Mishnah is saying is, don't write the echo part of the get while it's attached, because there's a xera that you might even sign it. You might do the signatures while it's attached before detaching it. And then the Mishnah goes on to tell us that if they did write the entire get while it was attached, but they detached it before signing it, since the Shlakish understands we're going to Shitas or Mayor, the Iker is the signatures, but the Yevetanakam will say it's kosher. Next, the Gemara tells us that if the husband wrote the get on a piece of pottery, a, uh, a pottery, a cheres flower pot that has a hole in it, an otzitz nokov, that's a kosher get because he can give her the flower pot with the get on it. But if he wrote the get on a leaf in this otzitz nokov, in this perforated flower pot, here we have a machleka. Sabaya says that this get will be kosher. And Rava will say that it'll be possible. Bayez says it's kosher, even though he wrote it, on the, wrote it on the leaf. Because you can... 
give the, the husband can give the wife the flower pot with the leaf with the written get on it and that'll be the get she'll be koina the get but Rava says that we that when we're gonna parcel writing the get on the leaf because he might come to detach the leaf and give that to her and like we learned recently that that's not gonna be good because it has to be a writing and a masira consecutively and if there's a detaching in between that'll possible it so Xera Otto he might pull off the leaf and give it to her instead of just giving her the entire flower pot Rava says it's possible next thing more asks if you, if you have a partnership in a flower pot I guess you could do that and uh, one person owns the flower pot the other person holds the actual plants in the flower pot so if the guy who owns the flower pot sells his chalak to the one who's, who owns the plant in the pot. As soon as the guy who's buying the flower pot does a Kenyan Meshicha, he pulls it, he lifts it up, that's, he's now koina the pot which his plant is in. But if it's vice versa, that the guy who's, who owns the plants is selling the plants within the pot to the guy who owns the pot, the pot owner is not koina it until The pot owner does a kinen chazaka on the plants inside because the plants inside have a din of karka because it has a perforation underneath the pot. It's connected to the ground. Next case, if both the pot and the plant is owned by one person and he wants to sell the, the entirety of it to someone else, the guy who's buying it should make a chazaka on the plant inside and he's automatically koina the pot. It's like what we learned in uh, Kedushin that if you have nechosim she'ein lahem achrayiz they can be bought together uh, automatically subsumed in the kingdom of the nechosim she'yesh lahem achrayiz by using kesef shtar and chazaka but vice versa if the guy was machzik he made a kingdom on the pot He's not going to going to automatically be kind of everything. In fact, he won't even be kind of the pot because a chazaka on metaltalin isn't going to work for the karka, which the metaltalin is in. Yeah, if you want to be kind of the metaltalin within the karka, then yeah, make a chazaka on the karka and you automatically get what's within it. So he has to be make a chazaka on the plant, on the karka, within the pot. And the mamela, he'll get the metaltalin, he'll get the flower pot with the karka that's in the flower pot. On this topic, the Gemara asks an interesting case. If someone has a, a, a plant, right? he has a, a big flower pot, and the bottom of the pot has holes that is in the land from Eretz Israel. And it's on the border, so the, the branches are actually hanging out over into Chutzlaret. So what's the halacha of those fruits? Abaye says, we go after the perforations, which is in Eretz Yisrael. The Kaika is Eretz Yisrael. Rav says, no, we go after the branches, which is Chutzlaret. And the Gemara says that if, that if the pot is actually rooted, it has roots, Everyone agrees that it's going to have a din of Eretz Israel. The whole Machlechus is when it doesn't, didn't actually take roots, it's uh, you know, floating above, just there's uh, holes in the bottom of the pot, so there's ear connecting the ground of Eretz Israel to this pot. That's where you have the Machlechus by and Rava. The Gemara says, really? Everyone would agree that if it's rooted in Eretz Israel, the fruits count as part of Eretz Israel? That's not so posh. The Mishnah says, 
that if you have two gardens, on t- one's on top of a hill, one's on the bottom of the hill, there's a little cliff in between them, and there are vegetables growing on this cliff between the two gardens. So who owns those vegetables? It's Machlaikas. It's not Pashut. The mayor says it belongs to the person on top. Rabbi Huda says it belongs to the garden on the bottom. So you see, it's, it's not a unanimous opinion that it's automatically going to go by wherever it's rooted. The answer is that no, no, the, the case of the two gardens was different. There we actually gave a tam. We, we had a, an explanation for those two shitas. The mayor said that it, it goes by the top garden because if he wants he could dig down his garden and then there would be no more vegetables on the cliff and Rabbi Huda says we go by the bottom garden because he could just fill up his garden until there's no more cliff and then there would be no vegetables you can't compare that to our case of the tree hanging over into Chutzlaretz the Gemara asks again but still it's not posture that, that if the tree is rooted in Eretz Yisrael the branches are also considered Peire Eretz Yisrael because we have a Bryce that says if you have a tree that's half in Eretz Yisrael and half in Chutz Laaretz. So we have a Machlaika. So here also, Rebbe says that the fruits that come out of this tree are a mixture of Tevel and Chulin. But Rebbe Shemeng says no. He actually d- divides, uh, puts a line in between them. He says all the fruits that are growing in Chutz Laaretz are Chutz Laaretz. And uh, all, the, all the fruits that are growing in the airspace of Eretz Yisrael are Eretz Yisrael fruits. They'll be Tevel. Gemara says, no, 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 we're not talking about where the entire tree was in Eretz Yisrael and the branches are divided over there. That machlex was when, was when the tree itself, the roots, were half in Eretz Yisrael and half in Chutz Laaretz. Reb Shimon ben Gamliel, he's going to say that you, you divide up the branches by whatever airspace they are. Because there was a, the case was where there was a rock dividing these two roots. So it was Ke'ilu, two separate trees. Ah, if it's two separate trees, why does Rebbe say that it's all Ma'urav You have the fruits are just one big mishmash of Eretz fruits and Chutz Laaretz fruits, uh, because he holds that since you're right, the roots are divided, but it comes together by the trunk. So the trunk is producing both Eretz and Chutz Laaretz fruits. He's gonna say that they're all it's all, it's all mixed together. At the end of the day, that they're machloikes is whether the airspace is going to mix together the two sets of roots underground. If when they meet up top, they're within the same airspace, even though the, 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 the underground is two separate trees, maybe uh, the, the machlekes is whether they're re- considered uh, grown back together up top. Now, in the next part of our Mishnah, Rabbi Yudu ben Mitzayir says that you're not allowed to write a get on anything that's uh, forgeable. The Chachamim say you can. Shachia bar Asi says in the there are three different types of paper. There's a matzah, chifa, and diftera. Matzah is very, very simple, like our matzah, just flour and water. It's not treated with salt, flour, or gallnut juice. Uh, the Nafkamina is going to be uh, in, uh, regarding hutzah on Shabbos. Well, it's considered a chashav piece of paper to be a chai of hoitzah carrying, mirshus loishus on Shabbos. And if Shmuel Bar Yehuda says that the shear is going to be enough to uh, wrap around a small weight, the Bible says it's, it's like the, a quarter of a quarter, a tiny amount 
a tiny sh- uh, weight of uh, pumpadisa. The second type is chifa, where it's treated, this paper is treated with salt, but not with flour or gall, not juice. And uh, 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 again, the nafkamin is going to be in Yon Shabbos, the shear is going to be uh, a little bit bigger, enough to be- make a kamea. Only then is it going to be choshev to be chayev for it. So, and the third type is diftera, where it's salted, it's also treated with, with flour, but not with gall, not juice. Again, in Yon Shabbos, the nafkamin is going to, the, the shear is going to be enough to write an entire get on that paper. If it's smaller, if it's only enough to write a kamea, it won't be chayev. I mean, the rice of a carrying on Shabbos. We, now, we said the chachamim are going to be machshir, a forgeable get. Who, 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 are, who is this chachamim that's going to hold that it's okay that the, the, the get paper is forgeable? It's Rebbe Lezer, because uh, Rebbe Lezer, because Rebbe Lezer holds that we're not, we don't rely on the edim of the get itself. We rely on the edim and sivra, the ones who watched the transfer of the get. Rabbi Lazar explains, Rabbi Lazar explains Rabbi Lazar's sheet, and he says that's only if he handed it over and did the Mesira immediately. But if he only gave it over after 10 days, then we are concerned that maybe uh, there, the, there's an issue th- that it was a forgeable get. Because maybe there was a tnai in this get and it was forged. They erased that tnai or changed it. Rabbi Yechanan says that even after 10 days, if there was a tnai in this get, people would remember and we could still rely on the Edemisir according to Rabbi Lazar. And finally, Rabbi Yezer tells us that Rabbi Lazar only allows a forgeable document by getting. But when it comes to other documents, by monetary documents, that he wouldn't. Because yet the pasuk says, "Unasana bechli cheres leman yamdu yomim rabim." The Navi in Yirmiyot tells us that Hashem says, "You know, you're going to come back years later to, to make your claim. Write a document in something unforgeable and kli cheres, so that will be able to make a claim." Yeah, we're talking about uh, longer after after ten days. Over, over here, we're talking about not. Uh, a star gitten. Uh, Rabbi Lazar would also agree by monetary stars that it has to be non-forgeable material. Rabbi Yechanan disagrees with, with Rabbi Eliezer and he says that even by other documents Rabbi Lazar would still hold you can rely on the Eid Mesira and the get can, the star can be forgeable. Ah, what does he do with the Pasuk? Hashem was saying that uh, you should have your monetary documents in unforgeable material. No, that was just an Eitzah Toiva. But that's not a, a halacha that we can learn from that. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.